It's good to be back after my trip to the Bondi Waters. I just got back on thir- well, yesterday from being up there. I was we had a it was from Monday until Thursday uh, in the Bondi Waters, and then I stayed stayed with my friend for a couple more days up there in Chisholm. He's the pastor up there in St. Joseph's Church in Chisholm, and it's a little uh, short, a uh, little funny story I wanted to tell you. When I was fishing with him on Friday, we went to a pit lake uh, up in Buell, Minnesota, which is just north and east of Chisholm, about five or ten minutes maybe. And it was interesting because I, a, a northern pike bit my line off when I was throwing a jig out there, a little hook out there. And so I was, I was really bummed by that. I mean, that jig was an amazing jig. One of my favorite kind of jigs to use in that kind of scenario. They're in a pit kind of lake. And so I was really bummed by that. But yet, two hours later, about a quarter mile, a quarter mile away from that spot, I was, we were on fishing with these other lures. We were throwing at them. And I caught the same northern, northern pike. They had bit my line off. The reason why I know that is because it had the jig in its mouth. Two hours later, a quarter mile away. It was incredible. I never had had that happen before. I felt like Jesus, you know, with that fish, had that coin in its mouth, you know, that, to pay off the taxes, you know. That fish was found with a coin in the mouth, you know. That's what I felt like there. It's never happened to me like that before, but it happens, I guess. Praise God. You know, preparing for that trip, though, we, uh, I went to the grocery store, and you know, with the boundary waters, you have to find uh, lighter foods that can carry along, and so it won't be as heavy for you when you go there and get to your campsite. And so within that, I was trying to find some rice dishes, some various uh, trail mix option, an option for trail mix, and other things like that to make it really light to carry. And when I went to the grocery store. It was, I had, I went to the rice section and there was like 50 different options for rice. It was, in, I was overwhelmed by the amount of options I had. And then I went to the, uh, to the place where I found trail mix in this, the area, in the store, and I, same thing, four different options for trail mix. I'm like, how am I supposed to choose from all these different options? What am I supposed to do with that? But yet what's, what's interesting is that our culture thinks of that as being a way of true freedom. That the more options we have, the more, uh, more options to choose from, the more we'll be able to be free. And yet, I didn't experience that there. And yet we also see, so we see here in times of being in smaller towns, like in Buell, Minnesota, where it's only had a grocery store a quarter the size of Coburn's there. There's only one or two options there for whatever he needed. We also come to times in life where we might not have options, like for health, for instance, or for health remedies, like with cancer, like with, with my dad, only being able to have surgery as pretty much the only option to remove that cancer. We also come to, come to times or come to reading uh, passages like this one in the Romans. It says, Paul says, As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. 
Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. You must consider yourselves dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. Wow, that's very anti-cultural right there. There's only one, really one option we have, and that's to follow Jesus and die to ourselves in sin. But yet that brings us true freedom. We, we know as Catholics, as Christians. What about that? Yes, it's, it's, what's interesting about our culture is that sometimes people think that because of these restrictions God places, restrictions God places on us by having us follow the commandments, they become atheists and think that God doesn't really want us to be truly free. He doesn't really want us to live in freedom, being able to experience life to the full, happiness. And so they turn away from God. They turn away from God and becoming atheists. That's what we see in our culture. But yet God's way is different. His way is saying that if we live for him, we'll be able to be, to be free. If we live for him, cutting off our ways of sin, we will be free, having that one option to choose from, living for God. So we see here that within our culture, we see that there is a sense that, well, the more options are better. But yet, is truly that the case? Yes, God gives us choices. He gives us options, yes, because he is infinite and he can give us those things. But we have to look deeper at that question. What does it mean to be able to get, be having a true, truly free choice, a truly free life within that? When we live for God, when we live for each other, when we, when we live for love, loving God and our neighbor, that is what gives us true freedom. Sometimes that might mean that we have various options to choose from. But other times, like up in, that, up in Buell, Minnesota, that may not be the case. But yet we have to live in love. We have to live from love in order to be like God, for God is love. He is one who knows us and what we need, in fact, because he is our creator. God, being our creator, is like an engineer who makes a very beautiful engine that only that engineer would know how to run, what makes it the best. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I come across car engines, they're like, what in the world? I don't know anything about those things. I don't know how to make it run better. But yeah, I go to the mechanic, and he's able to fi- figure that out, and he's able to help me make my ca- car run well. God is similar with us. He's in the same way with us. He knows what, what gives us the, abil- the ability to, to run well, if you will. He, gives us, he knows what we need when we need it. He knows what we don't need when we don't need it. He is one who is our creator, and he is the one who gave us, who made us, and he knows how to bring us true freedom and happiness. Even if we have only one or two choices, options, I should say, in our lives. What's beautiful is that we have the example of saints to help us with this. When we look to the saints, they are ones who lived for God. 
They are ones who were able to experience the true freedom in whatever circumstance they came across. Like, for instance, St. Maximilian Kolbe. We celebrate his feast in August. In this, in August. See, Maximilian Kolbe was one who, was, who lived back in the, back in the uh, middle of the last century and gave up his life for a, a man who had a family and, and a wife and kids. And yet, and he was in Nazi training camp too. And the Nazi training camp did not have many options, especially for food, for, clo- for whatever they needed. In fact, they didn't really get that when they were there in that training camp. And yet, Maximilian Kolbe lived a very joyful life. He was living very much a life of peace and freedom from that place of what we, th- what the culture thinks is lack of that. He was able to, to say, I'm a Catholic priest. He was able to, to lay down his life for that man who had that, the wife and kids back home and live for that man, let that man live. What a great witness we have in freedom there in St. Maximilian Kolbe. What, what, what great witness we have in the saints in being totally, totally free to love God above, and, uh, above all things and loving their neighbors as ourselves. That's what we, are, we, strive to call, we are called to strive for, that way of love. And that's what will be giving us true freedom when we live from that love. So as we come to this altar, let's ask our Lord that we may be able to love God more in our hearts and may be able to love our neighbor as ourselves and so be able to experience true freedom regardless of how many options are out there for us. Let's ask our Lord that we may live life for God, putting putting aside our desire for sin and our selfish tendencies, but living for love, living for God, and being able to experience freedom, true freedom.